You're listening to episode number six of the Vine podcast. The biggest misconception I hear about branding is that a logo and branding are the same. Most food bloggers understand their need for a logo, but a logo itself is not a complete brand. In this episode, I'm talking about what branding is, why you need it, and specifics on what food bloggers need to have for their branding. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience. But building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Welcome back, friends. I'm so glad that you're here for episode number six. Now, I know number six is not a crazy big number. Hopefully, it will get way larger than having six episodes on this podcast, but it's just wild to be working on something for so many months behind the scenes, and now it's out into the world and people actually know about it. So, I'm still just getting a little bit used to that. Last week, I had a call with my mastermind group, and I just have to tell you guys that Having a group of food bloggers that you chat with regularly really is a game changer, and I can't recommend it more. If you have even just one food blogger friend that you can meet with on a monthly or quarterly basis just to chat with each other about what you're working on in your business, it really just changes the game. And I think my passion for my food blog really took off when I started having people around me that were working on the same thing. You can share tips and tricks with each other and just spur each other on, which is invaluable. So let's jump into today's topic, which is branding. The next few weeks, I'll be talking about branding as it pertains to food bloggers specifically, and I'm really excited to dive into this topic. I think branding is something that people have heard the term, but there's a lot of misconceptions that are surrounding branding specifically for food bloggers. So let's start with what is branding. Branding is the process of creating a unique name and image, establishing a significant and differentiated presence. So in short, branding is what makes your blog unique. Now, when you think of a brand, you probably think of large corporations like Apple or Nike or Target. Maybe you even think that because you have a small business, you don't need to worry about a brand. So why is branding important in the first place? It distinguishes your blog from somebody else's. It gives people something visual to recognize and remember, and it builds trust when people begin to recognize your brand. And it also creates a foundation for your business to grow. Let's talk about a logo versus branding. A logo is a symbol for your brand, but your branding is much more than a logo. It's your logo, or maybe even your profile picture if we're talking about social media. It's the fonts and colors used on your website, your style of photography, the kinds of recipes that you make, the ingredients you use, your philosophy behind cooking and why you do it, your brand messaging, which you can head back to episode number three to learn all about brand messaging and how you can establish that for your blog. Let's go back to those corporate examples for a minute. When you think of Apple, you might think of their logo initially, but you might also think of things like their iconic commercials, their products, their customer service in stores. When you think of Target, you might think of Bullseye the dog, the bright red commercials on TV, the dollar section. You might think about walking through the store with a Starbucks coffee in hand. With these large corporations, you know their logo, but you don't even have to see their logo in order to recognize their brand. In fact, Apple commercials don't usually begin with their logo. 
they usually don't even show the logo for 10 to 15 seconds, but by that point, you already know it's an Apple commercial. You probably know that by the second frame. So how does this apply to food bloggers? Have you ever been scrolling Pinterest or Instagram and you stopped and wondered if the photo was by a favorite food blog of yours? I know this has definitely happened to me where I've recognized an image and immediately known the blogger behind it. Or what about if you're searching for a recipe on Google and you start to guess the food blog before you see the website that the result was coming from? Maybe that's just me as a website designer, but I feel like you can probably relate to recognizing a brand before you even know for sure that it's that brand when you're looking at Pinterest or Google or Instagram. The types of recipes that your food blog is known for are a huge part of your branding. Subconsciously, we expect certain types of recipes or styles of photography from certain brands. When we recognize a brand, it helps us to want to click over because we already trust them and we're curious about what their new recipe might be. So what do you need when it comes to branding as a food blogger? This can get really complicated and there's a lot that you could argue that you need, but I really want to break it down to the basics for you. So you need a brand name, so what your food blog is called. You need a tagline, but this doesn't actually have to be a part of your logo. It may be part of just your brand messaging as a whole. And then you need your messaging. So again, you can go back to episode three to learn all about brand messaging and what that is. But I think having these things established is really going to set the foundation for your branding for your food blog. Now, in terms of visual basics, you need a logo of some kind. It can be super simple, but you need something that you can use and that is recognizable. You need a color palette and you need supporting fonts on your blog. So these can be different fonts from what's in your logo, but they should be complementary because oftentimes you might have your logo with these other fonts side by side. From there, you can really start to build a foundation for the visual branding on your food blog. You can start to use those visual elements to build out other things like a business card or Pinterest templates or a media kit. So here's some things to remember when it comes to branding for your food blog. Your logo should be simple enough to scale, large or small. And if it's not, if your logo is a little bit more complicated, that's where a submark or a secondary logo is really nice to have. But again, not necessary. It is your blog, but you really should design a logo with your audience in mind. This goes back to episode number two, talking about how your food blog is not for you, it's for your audience. You definitely want to like your logo. You don't want it to be something that you hate or that doesn't feel like you, but you also really want to consider your audience and what they're going to resonate with. Because at the end of the day, your audience is the entire reason you have your food blog. And if they don't connect with your logo and it's not something that resonates with them, then what's the point? So it's totally okay to start out with a simple logo when you're first starting your blog, especially when you're figuring out your niche and your messaging and you're trying to grow. It's totally okay to have something simple. A lot of the times people start with a logo before they're even ready for one. And even as a brand designer, I would much rather see someone stick with something super basic, even just a plain text font logo that comes with your website than to invest thousands into branding that they're ultimately going to have to change because their food blog pivots and shifts into a new space. You really don't have to have everything right away. You can start with the logo and build from there, and it's really helpful to just have some sort of foundation to build on. Having a color scheme and logo and your fonts, those will at least start you to help being consistent and building a recognizable brand for your audience. Next week, I'm going to be talking all about how to maintain consistency with your branding. So it's really important that you start here and understand what branding is and why you need it and what are the components that make up your branding as a food blogger. I'll be sharing some tips on how you can go from having a logo and a color palette and then using it consistently across social media and throughout your business. If you haven't subscribed or left a review yet, I would love for you to go ahead and do that. 
Subscribing to the podcast means you'll never miss an episode, and leaving a rating and a review helps other food bloggers just like you find this podcast. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.